Uh, I think it's a Pennsylvania, I don't know the city. Oh. It might be. after praising Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and sending the salutations upon the messenger alayhi salatu wassalam and upon his family, his companions, and upon all those who follow, upon his guidance into the establishment of the last day, to proceed, Ikhwan. Allahumma inna na'udhu bika min ilmin la yinfa' wa min qalbin la yakshar wa min nafsin la tashba' wa min dua'in la yusma' Verily, Allah, we seek refuge with you from knowledge that has no benefit. And from a heart that has no fear, and from a soul that has no satisfaction, nor contentment, and from a dua that goes unanswered, and from a dua that goes unanswered. To proceed, Ikhwan, Allahumma inna na'udha bika min ilmin la yanfa' Ta'ib, fa nawasilu ma'akum fi hadhihi al-laylatil mubarakat al-karima awnan min al-Rahman al-Rahim. So we continue. In this blessed and noble day of ours, again the aid and the assistance of our Lord, the most merciful and the most compassionate. 
مستفيدين متعلمين من أصول التفسير من أصول التفسير as we continue to learn and derive benefit from the science of the principles of tafsir the principles of tafsir who can mention something that we had the honor to benefit from in the last class? Whoever is deprived of learning the principles. And he will not reach la yasilu ila ghayatihi. He will not reach his goal. The sister la tasilu ila ghayatiha. She will not reach her goal. Ma ma'ana hadha? What does this mean, ya akhwan? Yadulu hadha al-qawl ala ahamiyyati ta'alimi al-qawaid qabla al-tabahhur fi al-ma'lumat. So what does this mean? The likes of this statement shows the importance of learning the principles of a subject Whatever it is, whatever the knowledge is, learning the principles of that science before actually dwelling into the science itself. Who from our beloved daughters, our beloved sisters, can mention a benefit that we learned previously? Inshallah ta'ala. MashaAllah. Linguistically, the word Qur'an is the mustar of the verb Qara'a, which means tala, to recite. I sent to. Anyone else have the benefit from my beloved brothers? Tawadha. The best, the most honorable of sciences, of knowledge that a person can learn is learning the science of al-tafsir. Learning the meanings of the words of Allah is greater than learning anything else. And this shows the importance of studying the Quran. This does not mean that all we do is read Quran, 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 Quran. لا. It does not mean that all we study is Quran. But we put forth the knowledge of the Quran before anything else. Anyone else from our sisters have a benefit? Who can give us a benefit? from the benefits of learning our religion. Tawadda. Seek some path that may Allah will make his path again 
الحسنات يقول النبي عليه الصلاة والسلام من حديث أبي هريرة The Messenger عليه الصلاة والسلام he mentions as it comes in the hadith of Abu Hurairah قال من سلك طريقا يلتمس فيه علماء سحل الله له به طريقا إلى الجنة وهو عند الإمام مسلم that anyone whomsoever treads a path in which he seek a knowledge upon this path Allah will make the path of entrance into the Jannah easy for him إذا لا يوجد إلا هذا الدليل فهو كافن فهو كافن if this was the only proof from the Quran and from the Sunnah that shows the virtues of knowledge, it will be sufficient. إِذَا لَا عَبْدُ مِنَ النِّسَاءِ وَمِنَ الرِّجَالِ يَسْلُكُ مَسْلَكًا أَوْ طَرِيقًا يُرِيدُ فِيهِ الْعِلْمَ لِلَّهِ تَعَالَى يُصَحِّلَ اللَّهُ لَهُ طَرِيقًا إِلَى الْجَنَّةِ From the brothers or the women, from mankind or from the jinn, if the person starts out or treads a path in order to seek knowledge, Allah will make the path of entrance into the Jannah easy for this person. Let's begin inshallah ta'ala. Qala l-imam al-Uthaymin rahimahullah ta'ala wal-Qur'anu fi-shari' kalamu Allahi ta'ala al-munazzalu ala rasulihi wa khatimi anbiya'ihi Muhammadin alayhi salatu wa salam al-mabdu'u bi surat al-Fatiha al-maktumu bi surat al-Nas so the Imam Al-Uthameen, he continues. He says, Rahimahullah Ta'ala, and the Qur'an legislatively. What does it mean legislatively? What does it mean the word shari' legislatively? Religiously. The word Qur'an, we're not talking about the language. Legislatively, in the religion, religiously. The word Qur'an, what is it? The speech of Allah, Al-Munazzalu, that has been sent down ala rasulihi, upon his messenger. وَخَاتِمِ anbiya'ihi, And the seal, or the last, of his prophets, Muhammad, alayhi salatu salam. That which begins with Surah Al-Fatiha, and ends with Surah Al-Nas. قَالَ اللَّهُ تَعَالَى as Allah Ta'ala says in the Qur'an, إِنَّا نَحْنُ نَزَّلْنَا عَلَيْكَ الْقُرْآنَ تَنْزِيلًا Surah Al-Insan As Allah Ta'ala says, Verily we, meaning Allah, we have sent down upon you, O Muhammad, the Qur'an. تَنْزِيلًا Coming down upon you in stages. Surah Al-Insan فَبَيِّنَ اللَّهُ تَعَالَى أَنَّ اللَّهُ تَعَالَى أَنْزَلَ الْقُرْآنَ عَلَى مُحَمَّدٍ so the likes of this ayat shows that Allah sent down the Qur'an upon Muhammad. Faidatan ya akhwan tata'alluqu bihadahi al-ayah. A benefit connected to this verse. Iza bayyin Allah ta'ala annahu anzala shay'an ala abdin ma yubayyinu anna Allah ta'ala fawq. Yubayyinu anna Allah ta'ala fawq. A benefit for your brother studying Qur'an. Your sister studying aqeedah. The fact that Allah clarifies that he sent down something upon someone shows Allah is above. Shows Allah is above. فَإِذَا يَنْصِبُوا فِعْلَ أَوْ أَنْزَلَ إِلَى شَخْصٍ أَوْ إِلَى شَيْءٍ مَا يُبَيِّنُ أَنَّهُ فُوْقٍ لَا يُنْزِلُ أَحَدٌ إِلَّا يَكُونُ فُوْقَ الَّذِي 
Yanziluhu alayhi. Yanziluhu No one or nothing can send down upon something or someone except that the one that's doing the sending down is above. لماذا نقولها؟ Why do we mention that يا إخوة؟ لأن كثير من المسلمين اليوم لا يعتقدون أن الله تعالى فوق وهذا خطأ. Because many Muslims of today do not believe that Allah is above. ويقولون أن هذا حرام أن نقول مثل هذا. And they say that's haram to say Allah is above. لكن الله تعالى يبين لنا أنه فوق. But Allah تعالى clarifies to us that He's above. طيب. قال الإمام العثيمين رحمه الله تعالى هذا هو القرآن والقرآن كلام الله. He says this is the Quran and the Quran is the speech of Allah. لفظه ومعناه its wording and the meanings. ونحن نؤمن بأن الله تعالى تكلم بهذا القرآن and we believe that Allah He spoke this Quran. الذي نقرأه الذي نقرأه أنه سبحانه وتعالى تكلم بقوله تعالى الحمد لله رب العالمين. So we believe that Allah the Mighty the Majestic He spoke when He says as it comes in Surah Al-Fatiha all praise belong to Allah the Lord of all the worlds. طيب وهذا من أو هذا أصول من أصول وهذا أصول من أصول أهل السنة والجماعة and this is a principle. From the principles of the people of the Sunnah, that they believe that the Quran is the speech of Allah. We mentioned something I believe yesterday's class or so that's connected to this. We believe the Quran is the speech of We believe the Quran is the speech of Allah, and what else? It's not created. And it's not created. And it's not created. إذا العبد يقول أن القرآن مخلوق ما معنى هذا وهذا عند نسائنا. This question is for one of our sisters. Let's see who's the Aisha of our group. The Um Salama. The who else do we have here, Khwa? The Khadija, mashallah. The Khadija of the sisters, inshallah. Somebody write this down, Khwa. Let's see who's the Khadija of the sisters. طيب إذا العبد يقول أن القرآن مخلوق فما معنى هذا؟ If someone was to say the Quran is created. What does this mean? One of our sisters. If someone says the Quran is created, what does this mean? What is he actually saying? Huh? It can die. It can die. It can be changed. It can be changed. Something more greater than that. If someone says the Quran is created, what are they really saying? Ah. It can be destroyed. Something greater than that. Last sister. Huh? It can be forgotten. Oh, that's correct. But something more tremendous than that. Hold on. That means that the Prophet made it? Mm, that means that the, that the Prophet made it up. You could say that. It can have deficiencies. Oh, that's correct. But greater than all of that. The, the greatest thing it means. Mm, super close. Super close. So you write this down, Yahwan. What does it mean? Allah Shaykh. So you write this down, Yahwan. Allah the Yahwan. If they say it's created, what are they really saying? Allah didn't say it. It's not from 
I'm giving you the greatest meaning here All of you know this already If you say that the Quran is created If someone believes this What this means is that Allah is created If you say Allah's speech is created And he's the speaker of the speech In a manner that befits his majesty Then this means you're saying Allah is created is no way a sifa of al mawsuf makhluqatun wal mawsuf la yakun makhluqa abadan. Is no way a description of the one that's being described is created, but the one that's being described is not created. It's impossible. If you say, if someone says the Quran is the speech of Allah, ma'ana hadha, the meaning of that is, anna Allah ta'ala makhluq. Then this means Allah is created. This is why the great Imam Ahmed and others besides him stood firm defending Al Islam. Clarifying to the Muslims, if you believe the speech of Allah is created, what you're saying is that Allah is created. And you guys understand that, yeah, Man, you who can repeat it? If you say the Quran is created, what does this mean? That Allah is created. Translation is the, the mustard of the verb anzala. Usually it comes, if you say darab to daraban, I hit him a hitting. Oh, it's an adverb. An adverb. Adjective. It's called the maf'ul al mutlaq. It's an absolute uh, passive particle or something like that in English. It's, it's showing that the action that was mentioned before it actually happened. If you say Salaitu Salatan, if you say Salaitu Salatan, I pray, not like that. If you say Darabtuhu uh, Daraban, I struck him a hitting. So kind of reinforces what came before. Hey, Qur'atul Qur'anan, Qur'anan, for example. Oh, Qira'atan, Qur'atul Qur'anan, Qira'atan. I read the Qur'an, a reading. It just usually not emphasizes, but strengthens. Who came before it? So, inna nahnu nazzalna alayka al-Qur'ana tanzeelan. Tanzeel is the mustard of anzala. Uh, of the mustard, nazzala. Naam. So, the mustard will be tanzeelan. So, verily, we, O oh Allah, we sit down upon you, O oh Muhammad, the Qur'an, tanzeelan, ascending down. If you want to be literal. No. Wallah alam. In Allah ta'ala, no space. 
أين توقفنا؟ Where do we stop, يا إخوان؟ طيب في هذه الآية ما المراد بإن والله المتكلم؟ طيب when Allah is speaking and He says we, who's the intent? Who is Allah talking about? Himself. Himself. هذا الجمع يسمى ماذا؟ This plural is called the جمع التعظيم. The royal we in English, the plural of honor, nobility, tashrifan, jamila. بعض النصارى يستدلون بمثل هذه الآية أن الله تعالى ثلاثة ونعوذ بالله. Some of the Christians they say, see, I told you Allah is three, Father, Son, Holy Ghost. Say, what do you mean? They misunderstand the verse. We mentioned one of the brothers asked the other day, what's some of the proofs? That the people of innovation or disbelief may have. Sometimes they have proofs, but they misunderstand the proofs. It's not enough to have a proof. That's not sufficient. The, the point is that that we understand the proof with the correct understanding. You can have a proof. It doesn't mean you're right. We mentioned the example when the sister had a garment above her ankles and she gives you the hadith. The sister had the makeup on with no face veil in front of the people that's haram for her. She gives you the hadith of Aisha, where a brother says, I don't have to pray in the masjid. And he gives you a hadith talking about the women praying in their homes. The hadith is talking about the women. He misunderstands. He misunderstands. So you have to make sure, we have to make sure we understand the proofs correctly. So the Imam continues. We'll save that question. He asked a question. We'll skip that. Next point I want you to write down from the principles of tafsir. Next point. That Allah Hamallahu Hadha al-Qur'an al-Azimah min al-Taqeer Write this down, Yekhwan Allah protected this Qur'an or this great Qur'an from being changed Waziyadat and from being added to Wal-Naqsi and from being taken from what tabdeel and from being replaced. Okay. So all the other books that were changed, hmm. is there like a reason for it being changed or it's called Ta'ala Ma Ta'ala We don't have any proof of the actual why Allah Ta'ala allowed those former divine books to be altered, to be changed. That's from the Qadr of Allah Ta'ala. Lakin Hadal Quran Hamallahu Ta'ala Mina Taqir Waziyadat Wanakosi Watabdil. But this Quran, write this down, Yaqwan, Allah protected it from being changed. Allah protected it from being added to. You can't add to Quran. Allah protected it from being taken away. You can't reduce the ayat, you can't take away and reduce the, the, the suwar and abtabdeel. 
and being substituted or replaced. From being changed, was the adat from being added to one naqos from being taken from what tabdeel and substituted or replaced. Taqyir is changing, tabdeel is substituted, replaced. I have this iPhone here. I don't really like iPhone too much. It's kind of weird. I like iPads, but I don't like iPhones. To me, I think they overrated the phones, in my humble opinion. I know the Somaliun and some to Hibun and iPhone. Hey, I know Badiluhu, Lee, Samsung. I prefer the Samsung. So, I'll substitute, if anyone has a Samsung, which one I like, yeah, Juan? The A version, or like the S version too. Which one is better? <laughs> a or S, Labas. We can substitute, and I'll take. Substitute means to change. Substitute means to replace. Taghir, you're changing the thing. We're changing. The verse says, Mathalan, Ar Rahmanu al Arsh Istawa, whom you reunion al Kalimat, we are Puluna, Ar Rahmanu al Arsh Istawa. So the people say, Allah Ta'ala says, Istawa, they change the meaning and they replace it with another word, Istawa. Allah took back over the Arsh, He conquered it over. So they changed the meaning. One of our sisters, the Fadli. You know how uh, uh, that's different. That's a that's a good question. Our sister says, "What about the different allow pronunciations of the verses, the re the recitations of the verses? That's different because they allow different ways you can recite. For example, some scholars say seven, some say ten, some say more than that. Allah but that'll be different." You could say that that could be a change, but it wouldn't be a substitute. Not best. It could be a substitute too. You could say that. Uh, what's an example? Maliki, Maliki. So we turn, we change the alif for fatha. You could say that. That would be a change. No, that's a good point. Perhaps she's the Khadija of the group. The one that asked that question. Huh? How did the Quran like? Did the Prophet read the Quran that way or? It appears, Ikhwan, that some of them are attributed to the Prophet but not all of them. Some of the companions, they would say, like Ibn Kathir says, and Ali recited it this way. He didn't say Ali said that the Prophet, not in every hadith. Sometimes it comes a lot of Ibn Mas'ud recited it this way, or Ibn Abbas recited it this way. Sometimes the Tabi'un, for example. But those hadith are called Mokuf. We didn't learn the Mokuf yet in our Mustalah hadith class. But the Mokuf is Qawlu Sahabi, is the statement of the companion. Mokuf. And he doesn't say the Prophet said. Aisha comes, for example, and she says, Kalaman. She says some speech. But she doesn't say the Prophet said. So this hadith will be Mokuf. It stops at her. No. Is the Mokuf like a higher credibility than like an MS? As a what? As an MS saying. Uh. 
Is it a higher quality? It will be higher because it's coming from a companion. It will be higher. But the companions are scholars too. Some of them. Not all of them are scholarly. But most of them are. No. Some of the companions were general. From the Amat Nas. Some of the companions, most of them were scholarly. So when you say the people of knowledge, you're starting from the companions. And that's why today it amazes me, Juan, when we argue scholars of today. If I like a scholar of today and you don't like him or favor him, like I favor him, I'm going to say you're not on the Sunnah. And that's not from Islam, ya What amazes so it amazes us, Yaquan, that Masajid will fight and go to blows. Sisters will argue and boycott one another. Likewise, the brothers. Because I like this Shaykh and you don't like him. I read his books, you don't read them. That's not an issue, Yaquan. The origin, or we connect the people, Ahlul Sunnah, starting with the origin. And they are the companions, and you come forward. One brother says, I knew that brother wasn't on the Sunnah because I asked the Imam about Shaykh such and such from Saudiya and he said he didn't know him. <laughs> One of the brothers to this day, he doesn't speak to me. I won't mention his name, it's not important, Yaquan. And originally, I don't really care, Yaquan. At any rate, he doesn't talk to me. <laughs> and he says, he said, because I gave our brother Abu Abdullah Naeem some advice. And that's true. He did give me advice one day. I met him one day, coming to do a class at a masjid. And he says, Anta masjid. He said, you're teaching tonight at what class? What masjid? I said, masjid such and such. He said, oh, He said, I don't recommend that you go teach them. I said, why? And he said that. أَنَا كَلَمْتُ مَا الْإِمَامُ وَسَأَلْتُ عَنْ شَيْخْ فَوْزَانِ وَقَالَ أَنَّهُ لَا يَعْلَمُ شَيْخْ فَوْزَانِ فَلِذَلِكَ عَرَبْتُ أَنَّهُ لَيْسَ عَلَى السُنَّةِ So he said, I said, why? He said, because one day I sat with that imam at that masjid, he was from Africa, and I asked him about Shaykh Fawzan, and the imam said, I don't know him. So he said, that was enough for me to say he was not on the sunnah. I said, how does that mean he's not on the sunnah of the Prophet? You know every scholar? You know every scholar. In front of Allah, you can say you know every scholar. You read all the books of the scholars, all of them. Who, 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 who did that, Yaqwa? I don't know all the scholars of, you can name the country. Nobody does, Yaqwa. How does that mean you're not on the sunnah? But this is ignorance, Yaqwa. There was a man, and this benefit is from our Shaykh, Salih al-Usaymi. And we'll see who catches the benefit. We saw who's the Khadija from the sisters. Let's see who's the Sufyan from the brothers. This benefit is from our Shaykh Salih Al-Usaymi from the kingdom. Hafidullah Ta'ala. And he's from the major scholars of today. So this person, the Shaykh said, there was a person on the commercials, on the TV shows, who said, the Sahih of Bukhari is not written by Muhammad ibn Ismail. That's not his name. He said his name is Jumu'ah Muhammad <laughs> ibn Ismail. <laughs> Where is he getting that from? He said his name is Jumu'ah Muhammad ibn Ismail. Because in the Arabic it says Jama'ahu al-Muhammad ibn Ismail. 
In Arabic, it says Jama'ah. It was gathered together. He thought that was his name. <laughs> so then the Sheikh began to cry, Ikhwan. And he said, I'm saying the likes of this to show, look at the eve of ignorance. He said, this man attributing that he's a scholar doesn't know the word Jama'ahu. He thought that was Bukhari's name, Jumu'ah, Muhammad ibn Ismail. So if a scholar, according to him, can make this type of mistake, this shows the virtues that we need all of us to learn our religion. And it's sad in the Sikhwan when our beloved brother Liban mentioned the reminder after the Salah before we started the lesson when he said how the masjid was dirty and filthy and there was trash here and trash there and the likes and we call ourselves people of the Sunnah. So how can we Ikhwan, have a dirty masjid? Even if we're having fun and we're playing ball or we're having a party or celebration after it's over we should do our due diligence to get the masjid back to how it's supposed to be Ikhwan. It doesn't mean we can't have fun. It doesn't mean we can't work out sometimes and shoot hoops and whatever the sisters do on the girl's side and the children have a good time. It doesn't mean we can't do those things. As soon as it's over, then we should be the first ones, Ikhwan. All of us should be the first ones taking responsibility to clean up. So that's a reminder for ourselves first, Ikhwan, and our brothers and our sisters secondly. وَلَيْسَ عَلَى الْحَذِهِ الْمَرْأَةِ الَّتِي تُنَّذِّفُ هَذَا الْمَسْجِدِ وَحْدَهَا أَبَدًا And it's not correct that the responsibility is on the one sister that our brother mentioned who comes, may Allah reward her, and raise her, and forgive her, and guide her. The one who madha, she cleans the masjid, how many days a week he mentioned? Three or four days a week? That's tremendous, ya khwan. Allah Akbar. Look at her reward. If she's sincere. Here to not for masjid, she cleans the masjid, but we shouldn't leave that responsibility on her. This should be upon every Muslim who comes to this masjid. Should take a portion, inshallah ta'ala, to clean up, to help. That's worship. We can get our sins forgiven from vacuuming. We can get our sins forgiven from wiping down. Let me get this minbar together, ya akhi. Let's get some awesome, I don't know, awesome maybe. Uh, some nice polished stuff, alhamdulillah. <coughs> to clean the masjid, for example. It's not on one sister or one brother, Yaqwan. This is the responsibility of all the Muslims. So let's do a better job, all of us, Yaqwan. Even if we have to come early or stay late sometimes, it's worship. Alhamdulillah. No. Don't leave that. We may say, oh, the sister does it. No. Even if she does it, I can't pick this trash up. What's stopping me? My ignorance of the reward of picking up this trash, for example. And we know sometimes the people are in a rush. That's different, Ikhwan. Just try your best, all of us, to be more mindful of cleaning the house of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. No one in our own houses will walk past any trash. No one. That wife is not going to say, hey, you saw that trash, ya akhi. And you're going to put it on me? Nobody's going to do that. I guarantee no man is going to walk past in his house and see some trash. And just say, hey, honey, you busy? I got something for it. Nobody's going to do that. And she's not going to say, hey, hey. I'm busy with the sisters. Come clean this mess up. No. Those brothers are going to get that trash. Alhamdulillah. Why can't we do that? The house of Allah is more honorable than all of our houses. More honorable than all of our houses. So it's 
embarrassing, it's sad that after our activities are over, or we don't rush to clean the house of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. No, may Allah bless you all your Ta'ala, let's continue inshallah ta'ala. What's the principle that we wrote down? Man yudhakiru nabihi, obiha. Who can remind us of it? Tawadlah. Allah protected the noble Quran from being changed, being added to, being taken from, and being replaced. Accent, accent. Who can recite from our sisters the principle? Jamilan. Qala haythu takafala azza wa jalla bi hifdhihi faqal. But Allah Ta'ala takes the responsibility or took the responsibility of protecting and preserving the Quran as he says inna nahnu nazzalna inna nahnu طيب inna nahnu nazzalna dhikra wa inna lahu lahafidhun al-ayah surah al-hijr Allah Ta'ala says verily we have sent down the dhikr this reminder meaning the Quran wa inna lahu lahafidhun and verily we meaning Allah are the ones who are protecting it and preserving it. But in any sababin ma ma hamallahu taala ma the al kutuba al muqaddima, thumma arad taala an yahmi al Quran fahamahu kama qala subhanahu wa taala. For whatever reason, the reason is unknown to us. For whatever reason, Allah decreed and decided and intended not to preserve the previous divine books for whatever reason because <coughs> we don't have any proof to say why didn't Allah do it then that's from the wisdom of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala qaddarallahu wa ma sha'ala qaddarallahu hadha min taqdirillahi subhanahu wa ta'ala ala hadha al-kitab this is from the wisdom or the decree of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala what he intended to do with those other previous holy books. Then Allah ta'ala intended decree to protect his final revelation. The final, you can say that, but still, you don't have no absolute proof. You can give reasons. Some of the scholars say when you say Allahu Akbar and put your hands up, you're throwing the dunya behind you. Allahu Akbar. <laughs> Some scholars say that. <laughs> Some scholars say that. That's tremendous. Alhamdulillah. However, there's no proof to that. Some scholars, some people of knowledge say, when you look down, because nothing has more right for you to be looked at in the salah. Alhamdulillah. That's tremendous. But there's no proof to that. Yeah, I heard um, the previous revelation of Allah and Mick and uh, those people to keep their books from being changed. Hey, you can say that. There are many things we can say. But if I say, give me some proof to support. If you're truthful, you can't do that. One of our sisters. Did the other books predict the coming of the other prophets and messengers? Uh. 
Did they predict Allah Adam? Allah Adam. Did they predict the coming of the prophets at that time? Regarding their books? Allah Adam. Did they mention they mentioned them, but did they mention like the coming of them? As like the previous book mentioned that Prophet Muhammad Eh, I think she means all the other prophets. Allah Adam. Allah. That's a good question also. Allah Adam. Anyone else have fun? He says, so for this reason, the previous nations, they were not able from the enemies of Al-Islam, not one single one of them had the ability to change anything of the Quran or to add to it or to take away or to substitute it. They didn't have the ability because Allah Ta'ala bayyana anhu yahfidhu or anhu hafidha hadhihi or hadha al-dhikr wa dhikruhuna al-Quran because Allah Ta'ala mentioned that surely he protected this remembrance and the intent of the dhikr here is the Quran. Except that Allah Ta'ala, I don't know how to hear, Ta'ala Satara. That's why I didn't translate that word. Wafadaha Amara. I didn't translate that sentence. Anyone know? Anyone knows Hataka? Hataka. No. Except that Allah Ta'ala Hataka Satara. It is something to the veil, the curtain, the covering. No. Hataka Hataka. Except that Allah Ta'ala violated Satara. Uh, I don't know how to translate that sentence, If I don't have the ability to translate something, you'll learn, inshallah Ta'ala, I won't translate it. And as we mentioned, how many times, Ikhwan? If you have something to give from knowledge, you give it. That's from Islam. If you don't know, you say you don't know. And don't ever be shy to say you don't know. The angels were not shy. The Prophet was not shy. Suyla Nabi alayhi salatu salam an shay an madha an ayyum al qiyama faqala mal mas'unu anha bi'alama min as-sail kama dhakara Umar. 
من حديث عمر عند الإمام مسلم. One time the messenger of Allah was asked, I believe something about the hereafter, يوم القيامة, the last day, the last hour, and the Prophet said in a very eloquent way, the one that's being asked does not have more knowledge than the one that's asking. As it comes in the hadith of Umar, collected by Muslims. That's our second hadith. Second hadith? Hadith of Jibreel. Hadith of Jibreel. MashaAllah. Santa. Now, when you had your hands up, Yaqwa? Fadla. Shaykh Mara. To expose. Except Allah Ta'ala expose Satara, his covering, or its covering. Look up one more word, Yaqwa. Fadoha. 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 To disgrace and allow disgrace his command. Oh, and he disgrace his command. That one was difficult upon me, Yaqwan. So I left that. To expose? Uh, no, expose would be different than Fadaha. You said to disgrace, Myra? Yes. That's right. No. How did he translate the last sentence? He except said, that Allah. Uh, he says by meaning they take everything with him except that Allah expose and disgrace him. Ah, uh, expose and disgrace him, the one who make the change. Wa in the last sentence. And disgrace him. You can say that. He says. الحمد لله وهذا بخلاف الكتب السابقة التي صار فيها التحريف. And all praise belong to Allah. And this is an opposition of the previous, as we mentioned, aforementioned, or those former books that have been allowed to be changed and altered and substituted and covered up. فجعل التوراة قراطيشة يبدونها. So he allowed the Torah to be a tablet or that which is uh, you can write on to be uh, that mo a lot of it was made apparent and a lot of it was concealed but this Quran but the Quran is preserved and protected by the protection of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so we're going to mention two benefits here, ya ikhwan. And I want you to write it down. This principle, what's the principle? Second principle of our class? What's being protected? That the Quran is protected. This principle teaches us, number one, that the Quran is protected. It teaches us the Quran is protected. Is the spelling right on these words? The first way you wrote it was correct. Second principle, or second thing we learn from this principle. Second principle. The one who protected the Quran is Allah. So this principle teaches us that the Quran is protected. And it also teaches us it's protected by Allah. <coughs> Two tremendous benefits I want us to understand. Al-awwal, first benefit, and al-Quran that the Quran is protected. 
Second benefit, the one that protects it or has protected it is Allah. So, no one from mankind, no matter who he or she is, can change the Qur'an, ever. It's impossible. Or substitute the Qur'an. It's impossible. Or add to the Qur'an. It's impossible. Or take away from the Qur'an. It's impossible, ya khwan. As Allah Ta'ala clarified in this ayah, it's preserved by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. No. There's some books that have been written by some of the Jews. And I remember I gave you a qissa, ya khwan. I was in one of the states teaching. And we were in the library, me and my one companion, Yusuf, strong brother, mashallah, from America. So he says, you want to go give some da'wah? And I said, inshallah, what's going on, man? He said, I know, give some, I know where we can go. So he took me to this, these Muslims' houses that they weren't on the sunnah, but Yusuf knew that. But I guess you know, he was just trying to have fun. So he said, let's go give some da'wah. So we go there, and the library had, had a flyer that says, Muslim community meeting at Brother such and such house, all Muslims welcome. This day at 7 o'clock. It was that same night. I said, inshallah, we go. As soon as we walked in, it just looked different. Automatically. The brothers and sisters was all together. It was just weird. Their clothing was different. So as I'm walking, Yusuf knows them. So he's smiling, laughing, giggling. So I'm like, Shaykh, what you got? What you got going on? What's going on, man? He's like, you'll see, you'll see. You want to give some dollar, right? You'll see. So we're sitting there. So the brother gives his talk. So he recites the verse. He says where Allah Ta'ala says, uh, Meaning Allah, we sent to every nation a messenger Saying to his people, worship Allah and stay away from false deities And then the man said, there it is, ya ikhwan That's a proof that noble Jew Ali is a prophet of Allah So I'm looking around, making sure I'm like, what Quran did he read him from? So nobody said nothing so I'm new there, number one. I look different, number two. They all looking at me, number three. It's just me and my companion, number two, number number, number four. It's a lot of them. I said, okay, some people, when you correct them, they get offended, they want to fight, and it's just us two against them. So I said, okay, we're in their house. I said, you, can't, you have to correct, you have to say something. So I raised my hand. So I said, oh, brother, welcome. What do you have to say? I said, can you recite that verse again? He said, surely, he." Verily, Allah says, Verily, we sent down to every message, to every group of people, a messenger to the end. I said, Where is the name Noble Juali mentioned in that verse? He says, Perhaps you don't understand Arabic. <laughs> <laughs> I said, You're better than English. If I don't know Arabic, no problem. You said it in English. <laughs> I said, Say it again. He said it again. I said, Maybe my ear, where are you saying Noble Juali in this ayah? Where? I said, I'll give you a better one. In the entire Quran, the name Noble Juali is not mentioned. He said, you know that? I said, inshallah, by Allah's mercy, I know that. He said, okay, brother, perhaps you read the Quran with the K, not the Q. I said, <laughs> he said, perhaps your Quran is on the K, not the Q. I looked at Yusuf. Yusuf, where do you have us? So Yusuf's laughing in the corner, covering his face. 
I said, it doesn't matter if my Quran has a Q or a K. He says, what do you mean? I said, that's English letters. No Quran has a K or a Q. No, none. He says, brother, what do you mean? I said, the Quran has a Qaf. That's Arabic. You're translating the word Quran and giving it a Q or a K. That's English. In the Arabic language, there's no K. In the Arabic language, there's no Q. So now everyone turned around to look at me. So now I'm a little more nervous now. We're in their house. So then the brother says, okay, brother, perhaps you don't believe like we believe. I said, I don't know. I don't know what you believe. Me and the brother came here because it said the Muslims are welcome. So we came. I said, listen. He says, we follow Imam Nubuju Ali. I don't know who's your Imam. I said, my Imam is the Prophet of Allah, Ali Salatu He said, Imam Nubuju Ali is a Prophet that came after Prophet Muhammad. I said, where's your proof for that? He said, this verse. <laughs> I said, there's no proof in that verse. I said, listen, how about I ask you one last question and then I'll leave. He said, inshallah. I said, if you can tell me any verse in the Quran from Surah Al-Fatiha to Surah Al-Nas where the name Noble Juali is mentioned, I'll follow you today. <laughs> Why would I follow you? Because Allah is saying, he's a prophet. We're commanded to follow the prophets. So if you can show me the, the name Noble Juali is in the Quran, I'll follow you. I said, but I have a condition. If you can't say that, then you denounce him as a prophet. He said, I agree. I said, I'll give, well, how many days y'all meet? He said, every Tuesday. I said, when's the next meeting? He said, Tuesday. I grabbed my stuff and I said, I'll see you Tuesday. You have seven days to find a verse. He says, I'll do so. We came back next week. So now he told everybody, don't talk to me. Don't say nothing to me. If I raise my hand, not to answer me. So I'm sitting there. I only came for one purpose, to see was he gonna uh, uphold his, his agreement. So he's talking, talking, talking. He's pulling out manuscripts. This is the Quran. They all photocopied, Xerox, Xerox lamin laminated. I'm looking like, tell you. So I'm raising my hand, raising my hand. He's ignoring me, he's ignoring me. I'm sitting right in front of him. I'm getting closer on purpose. Yaqi, you see me, you see my hand. Tell you. At the end, he says, yes, brother. You can ask your question. I said, we came here for one purpose. You remember last week, my question? He said, yes, I did the research and you're right. Nowhere in the Quran is he mentioned. I said, are you gonna denounce him? That was our agreement. You said you would. I said, if you can show me he's in the Quran, I'll follow him. He'll be my prophet. So the brother couldn't do so. So that was a story I wanted to share with you, brother Zayqan. It shows the virtues of seeking knowledge. Not that you try to get in arguments, that's not from Islam. You don't go around and see a, a Christian walking down the street from the gas station. Hey, Sheikh Ma'arba, let's argue with the brother. That's not from Islam. Not like that. But it may come a time that you have to defend Islam. The man comes and says, hey, we was at the Burlington. All Muslims are terrorists. In Kansas City, at the, at the Burlington. Berlin, Burlington. So now you say, hey, Islam is free from terrorism. If I was... If, 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 if Islam supported terrorism, I wouldn't be Muslim. I said, in Islam, it's haram to say boo to a person. So how is it allowed to take someone's life unjustly? How? How? So sometimes you may have to stand up and defend Islam. The people say Islam oppresses the women. So you have to teach the people and correct the people, especially living in America. We have a tremendous responsibility living here, yeah. To clarify to the non-Muslims what Islam really is. Islam لَيْسَ الْأَشْيَاءُ وَلَيْسَ شَيْئًا يُرَى عَلَى تِلْفَاسِ أَبَدًا 
the depiction that they show about Islam on the TV, in every movie, in every commercial, that's not Islam. So we have to clarify and teach these people that's not Islam. Islam is free from the likes of that. And may Allah bless you all, Yahuwah. let's continue. قال الإمام العثيمين رحمه الله تعالى وقد وصف الله تعالى بأوصاف كثيرة تدل على عظمته وبركته وتأثيره وشموله وأنه حاكم على ما قبله من الكتب Third principle Third principle That Allah described the Quran with many descriptions Allah describes the Quran with many descriptions that show its greatness. That show its greatness. And that show its blessings. And that shows its effect or influence. And that shows its comprehension or comprehensiveness. And lastly, And that the Qur'an is the judge upon what came before it from the earlier books. The Qur'an is the judge. So we'll say that again, inshallah. Principle number three. That Allah wasafahu bi awsafin kithira. Allah describes the Qur'an with many descriptions. There are many descriptions that Allah gives the Qur'an. Many. That points to the greatness of the Qur'an. And points to barakatihi, its blessings. And points to ta'thirihi, its effect or influence. وَشُمُولِهِ And its comprehensiveness. It includes everything. Not in detail. Generally. The Quran لا يشمل كل شيء بالتفاصيل لا. The Quran does not include or mention everything in detail. A brother says, "Tell me a verse in the Quran that says it's allowed to marry Americans." I'm from Africa. Show me a verse that says you are allowed to marry American women. It's not mentioned like that, yeah, not in detail. Somebody says, "Tell me a verse that says." It's haram to get married on the telephone. The woman is in Somalia, the man is in Tanzania, and they can't come together. So we put them on the phone and marry them off. Show me in the Quran what that's haram. That's not mentioned, yeah. You're not going to find the word hatif, telephone, iPhone. Samsung is better, in my opinion, anyway. You're not going to find Samsung in the, in the Quran. One brother says, you're saying it's haram for me to have an iPhone? Show me in the Quran where Allah says that. You say, yeah, Allah didn't mention the likes of that. And no one is saying it's haram. You want to get an iPhone? Get an iPhone. It's allowed. You want to every six months get the new one and get the new one and get the... That's on you, ya akhi. That's between you and Allah. Just get a nice phone where you can call your mother and your father. Check on your, your loved ones. Have some fun. Take the picture of your your your, your, fit, your food on TikTok when you about to, before you eat it. Alhamdulillah. The brothers, what we do, we play games also on. We there's a brother app that we're on, and the sisters have the TikTok. We have the Instagram. 
Is it possible to get what? You, it is possible. That's why all of us, Ikhwan, some of the ulama they say for the sisters and the brothers, because it's not just the sisters, Ikhwan. If you notice, anytime I mention the sisters, my next point I'm going to mention the brothers. <laughs> or if I mention the brothers first, the next time I mention the sisters. We had a sister years ago say, You're too harsh on the women. I said, You sure? She said, I heard one of your classes. And you gave an example that was harsh, in my opinion, about the women. I said, just one class, why not listen to more than one, and then judge. I said, I try my best. If I talk about the brothers, my next example is going to be about the sisters. That's what I learned. If I mention the sisters, my next example is going to be about the brothers. That's fairness. And most of these things, we all share in them. The sisters are not the only ones who are tested with TikTok. They may be on TikTok, but we have Instagram. And then we all share on Facebook. And <laughs> the men, we may not post our, our, our dinner, but we post other stuff. They may have, okay, girl, this Kimara matches this jitbab, and now I gotta get my bag, take the picture, I'm ready. That, that may be them, but we have our things that we do too. We may not match our socks with our Kimara pin, and my Kimara pin has to match. We may not be to that level, but we do the same thing with hope. Same thing, same point. Play it. Can the person get the ayn by what they post? The answer is yes. That's true, Yaquan. Another thing we have to really, and it's a reminder to myself first, Yaquan, why does everything have to go on social media? Why? Nowadays, you go into the masjid, about to go pray asr. Post. Sitting in class, mashallah, post. About to leave out, post. Khadija walks out. Sister Khadija is going to make wudu again. Post. Everything. Brother just walked in. Post. <laughs> Everything doesn't have to go on social media. If we were like the Quran and Sunnah, like we are with these apps. Oh, yes, salam. Imagine we will be, yaqi. Just imagine. You do a class and you got to go now. I got to go see how many likes I got. And then I got to comment to every one, every one of the comments. No, I'm not doing all of that, Yaquan. I only care about one like. Maybe two. Maybe two. If you wish, three. If you wish, four. That's it. Number one, Allah. Number two, the Messenger of Allah. And if you wish, my mother and my father. That's it. Anyone else who doesn't like it is never going to harm me, Yaqi. As long as my Lord is pleased with it, and it's upon the sunnah of the Messenger of Allah. And my little Ummi, may Allah guide her, is pleased with that. And my little Abby, may Allah guide him, is pleased with it. Alhamdulillah. One brother said, you speak too much Arabic. No problem. That's your opinion. And I'm not offended. You're my brother. One brother said, you don't speak enough Arabic. I agree. Alhamdulillah. That's your opinion. That's my opinion. No problem. One brother said, you don't give enough stories. You mention a lot of Quran and Sunnah. A lot of the brothers don't teach like that. That's your opinion. No problem. We don't argue opinions at Quran. You you're entitled to have an opinion. So am I. At any rate, many of the scholars they say, why are you posting, especially with the food? When did that become a thing? Somebody may say, but I'm showing the blessing of my Lord. If you're doing that and that's your intention, you'll get a reward, inshallah. Allah Ta'ala says, And as for the, the blessing of your Lord, then talk about it. Then speak about it. So if that's my intention, 
I want to show this blessing Allah Ta'ala has given me. So I post it. Inshallah, there's nothing wrong with that. But that's not my intention. So every plate, every dinner, everything that somebody does, I have to share it. Not like that, dear Khwan. The blessings that Allah has bestowed upon you, talk about them, share them, remind the people of them, no problem. But everything we do has to go online nowadays. Everything. Many of us can't live without these apps. I challenge all of us not to go on whatever app that we go on, unless it's business, you're teaching, you're selling something, or it's the only way you can contact your family and friends. Not to go on it, 24 hours. The apps. If I'm a TikTok user, for example, and this is my app, everything I do has to go on TikTok. I stand up, just stood up. I sit down, about to sit down, about to go to class, class about to start. <laughs> and that's most of us here. Oh, the sisters are the same way. She gets dressed, oh that looks nice girl, hold on. Mashallah, stand, move back some. Post. Khadija's on her way to class, post. Then the car goes where her jitter bat. Oh, that matches. Hold on, girl. Click. That's most of us. That's most of us. Try our best not to go in there for one day. Try. Watch you see a difference in yourself, Yaqwan. Every five minutes, I got to go on and see how many likes I got. No. So we got to go back and see if we got new subscribers. No. We don't got to follow society and everything. We have the Quran and Sunnah. That's it. We have, that's all that's sufficient for us. That's, that's all that we need. But we don't really care about that, Yaqwan. We have to get back to being suffice with Islam. Why isn't the Quran and Sunnah enough? Why do we need all these other groups? Why do we need all this other this and this? No, we have the best, the Quran and Sunnah. That's it. Fine. So going back to our Sheikh's point, a person could, we have to be careful what you display. You have to be careful, Yaqwan. Everything is not for the world. Some things can be private. Like if someone comes to your house, you'll be offended. The brother walks in and say, Hey, mashallah, ya that's a nice picture there. Oh, that's a nice, uh, that's a nice vase. Oh, I like that. No, ya you're my brother. You don't have the right to just look around somebody's house like that. It's a sunnah that our beloved children in Ramadan, they recited the book of Imam Salih al Usaymi and the manners, the 10 principles, the 10 adab. One of them was, when you come to someone's door, or you knock on the door, that you stand to the right. You don't knock on the door, hey, hey, Sheikh, what took you so long, yaqi? How's everything? No, that's haram. Some scholars say hate it. That's the private, the privacy of that Muslim. Even a non-Muslim. You don't knock on the door and stand in the way. As soon as he opens his door, I want to see how nice his house is. Not like that, yeah, Khwan. That's not your right. That's not your right. You knock on someone's door, you should stand in a way where you can't see nothing. He invite, and you don't come in until they invite you. And you don't sit until they invite you to sit. Perhaps he doesn't want you to sit. So you're going to sit there, oh, this couch is nice. Let me put it on TikTok. That's, mo <laughs> That's most of us. No, you don't sit down unless the brother says sit down. You can sit down, yaki. Oh, shukran. Hold on. You mind if I TikTok your living room real quick? Let me picture living on Instagram. No, you don't have to do that. Everything does not have to go on social media. Everything. And we're not saying you can't motivate. We're not saying you can't encourage. Sometimes we do our little workout videos and then we say, oh, 10 minute workout real quick, get Juan. Trying to encourage the people. If I can do it, I feel anybody could do it, for example. But you don't have to, every time you do something that has to go on social media, 
Not like that, yeah. And then we say Quran and Sunnah, Quran and Sunnah, Quran and Sunnah. What Quran and Sunnah is this? What Quran? What happened to being private? What happened to being every uh, protecting your family, yourself? You don't have to tell everybody what you're studying, everybody what class you go to. You don't have to do that. You can, but you don't have to. Yeah. So this is a reminder to myself, firstly, and my brothers and sisters, secondly. You do have to be careful. It's a thin line, Yehwan, between showing off and uh, mentioning the blessings upon Allah Ta'ala. How many times you see the brother, hey, how's everything? Hey, man, you know, I just got this new job, mashallah, ya akhi, Allahu akbar. It could appear he's showing off. So it's a thin line. I'm just telling you the blessing of Allah Ta'ala, no problem. May Allah bless you on your job, alhamdulillah. So it's a thin line, Yehwan. May Allah bless you all. Anyone else want to have their hand up, Yehwan, to the left? Any of the sisters in the back want to add something? Fine. With the asking for permission to sit down or whatnot, does it matter who it is? For example, if it's a friend that I've known for years, and he goes to their house. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Could be your best friend. Could be a family member. If you have manners, that'd be another class we didn't do yet, Juan. Someone mentioned that in the meeting we had. You guys don't have no manners classes. That's important, yeah, Juan. Some classes should be repetitive. The Quran, Hadith, there are many classes we don't have. We only have classes four days a week, and that's not enough. I wish we can get to the level we have multiple classes every day. Wallah, for example. At any rate, no matter who comes to visit you, if he has manners, he's not going to sit down. He's not going to come in until you say, you can come in. That's Islam. Indian subculture, Indian continent, uh, subcontinent, India, Bangladesh, uh, Pakistan, uh, there's an issue when people get invited for, for dinners, it happens with, with my in-laws, you know, they're very hospitable people in Canada, people come for dinner, but they stay till 1 a.m. <laughs> yeah, no, no joke, I'm not never. exaggerating, 12, uh. 1, it, it's because they've known them for 10, 5, mm. but the point is like, the, 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 my in-laws, they're like dying, but they, they can't say anything. Uh. I mean, that a lot of times we put the culture ignorantly above the Quran and Sunnah, in front of the Quran and Sunnah. But we do a lot of things culturally. We go to someone's house, his wife comes to you to shake your hand. That could be culturally. That could be culture. It's not from Islam, it's not from Quran and Sunnah. But say, hey, mashallah, salam Not like that. No, you say, alhamdulillah, may Allah bless you, salam Culturally in America, if you're talking to a woman, culturally, America's culture, you have to look at her. It's respect, they call it, that you give the woman eye-to-eye -eye contact. The Muslim says, no, I'm not disrespecting you. I'm actually respecting you by not looking at you. What do you mean? By lowering my gaze to a woman, I'm giving you honor. I don't have the right to look at you. So sometimes the culture contradicts the Quran and Sunnah. Sometimes the culture contradicts the Quran and Sunnah. And that's another point we'll mention, inshallah, after the adhan, if Allah allows. May Allah bless you, Allah, yeah. Allahu Akbar, 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 Allahu Akbar,
From them is the manners of visiting one another. If you visit someone, number one, you don't enter their home, play it. You knock on their door. You visit someone's home and you knock on their door, you ring their bell. Try to position yourself in a position that you cannot see when they open the door inside their home. You knock on the door, maybe step away, turn your back to the doors here, turn your back, stand to the right. So when they open the door, you're not even in a position to see them. Suppose the wife is there, the women are there, the children are there, and they're not covered. Or you see the inner crevices of someone's home without their permission, that's not from Islam. Try Try not to come in without their permission. From the hadith of Ibn Umar, I believe the hadith is Mokuf, it stops at him, where he mentions if you knock on someone's door three times and you don't receive an answer, that you leave and come back. Three times. Allah Alam is that three knockings, one, two, three, khalas, come back, or three times. That'll be one, two, three. A doorbell. Bing, bing, bing. Bing, bing, bing. Bing, bing, bing. No answer. Either not there or they're busy. You don't have to reply to every phone call. Imam of the masjid or not. You don't have to reply to every phone call. No. Sometimes you say, hey, that's the brothers. They want to ask about something that's not important. I'll talk to them later. That happens. You can do that. There's nothing wrong with that. Sometimes the scholars overseas, when American, when we call overseas, they say, hey, those Americans, all they about to do is argue about something. They're going to ask who's on it, who's off of it. I remember sitting in Yemen amongst some of the scholars, and they say, hey, that's an American phone number. A lot of those brothers, they're not that serious. You're like, yeah, Sheikh, oh, I'm from that country. <laughs> At any rate, you try your best not to sit down until they say you can sit. You're not going to go to someone's house and just go in their refrigerator. I'm hot, you got some Mountain Dew, you got something cold to drink. No, ever. Even your family members. If they gave permission to do so, that's different. 
So there are many manners that we have to learn here, Ikhwan. Many manners. If you're going to pray to Raka'ah, that's a sunnah. To pray in someone else's house. The Prophet used to do that when he used to visit people. But he used to ask, where do you allow me to pray? The Prophet, He used to get permission from the one who owned that house. Where would you allow me? Where could I pray to Raka'ah? Perhaps you stand to pray in a place. He doesn't want you to pray there. That's his private place. So there are many manners. Like in the masjid. We mentioned one earlier. How dirty the masjid was. The announcement of our beloved brother. For example. Many manners of a masjid. For example. That we have to learn. Yahuwah. So that will be a nice uh, topic. To find a day to slide in. Manners. For example, manners of the masjid, manners of Jumu'ah, manners of visiting, even eating and drinking, manners of eating and drinking, for example. Even talking to one another, even in class, for example. There are manners that you should have with yourself and your teacher and the area and your books, for example. Sometimes the brothers ask questions and you see the other brothers laugh. Or the sister asks a question, her other sisters laugh. That's from bad manners. That can harm, psychologically, your brother. Some of the brothers are new. And they say, I, I don't feel comfortable asking a question because I heard their brothers laugh at the other brother. That's not correct, Yechon. The companions didn't laugh at one another. There's no silly question. Perhaps he needs to know this question. You know it by Allah's mercy. Allah taught you the meaning of that. But this brother is new. This sister is new. Maybe she doesn't know the knowledge that you know. So you laugh at her and now she never comes back. And we call ourselves Masjid Salam. What does salam mean? Peace. Where is the peace? I ask a question and then you laugh at me. Where is the peace there? You just harm me. You should make everyone feel comfortable, Yaqwan. If you're going to giggle, if you can't help but giggle, then fake get a phone call. Oh, yeah, I got to go outside. I got to get this phone call. And then go outside and laugh. If you have to laugh, sometimes people can't control themselves. But you're never going to laugh in front of another Muslim's face like that. Ever, Yaqwan. That's not from Islam. No question is a silly question. Every question is beneficial. You don't find the companions laughing at one another with regards to knowledge. You never find that. And it's not from the manners of the Muslims. How much more so the students of knowledge? The general Muslim is not going to laugh at his Muslim brother because she asked the question. Oh, she had the nerve to say, Brother, am I allowed to put on fingernail polish when my menses is on? And then Khadija laughs. Ki, 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 ki. And then takes a picture of her and put on her TikTok. Not like that, Yehwan. No. You shouldn't laugh. Even if it's funny, try to fight yourself. Maybe this sister is a new Muslimah and she needs to have knowledge of that issue, inshallah ta'ala. Ta'ib, anyone else, Yehwan? So tonight we went over two principles, inshallah ta'ala. Try to memorize them both and we'll continue in the next class, bidnillah ta'ala. And that's a good point one of the sisters mentioned. We try to find a day to, pit, to add some manners. You guys have some nice classes, but you don't have no manners classes. And that's a good point, Yahuan. All of us are in need of learning the manners, about visiting one another, knocking on the door. Where do I stand? How do I stand? Do I come in? Do I not come in? That's another point we try to mention, inshallah ta'ala. When you are visiting someone, try your best not to harm the host by staying so late. Sometimes you give the person some signs. You're about to go to sleep. You're hosting a brother. Oh, 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 oh. And he doesn't get it. And he's still one more time. Oh, oh. 
So speak to you. He's been here seven hours. Inshallah. So you try your best not to harm the host. But sometimes, the person doesn't know. Like the brother said, that's our culture. And sometimes we put our culture before the Quran and the Sunnah. So we have to learn these things, so be patient with your brothers and your sisters. Have a sallallahu wa sallam wa barak on Nabiya Muhammad wa jazakumahu khayra subhanaka wa bihamdika wa shadu an la ihin wa sallam wa alaikum 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 w